Welcome to Main Thing Radio with Robert Fountain, pastor of Calvary Chapel, Miami Beach, in Miami Beach, Florida. Join us as Pastor Robert teaches through God's Word. you but you're talking to me I'm looking at you so what do you want me to do so I love this because it it resonates with my soul so much when you come face to face with the reality that you've been an idiot Jesus is alive and even though I'm an idiot he loves me it's earth-shattering just like it was for Saul of Tarsus what do you want me to do In today's message, Pastor Robert speaks about how Jesus still loves us despite our shortcomings. We spend our entire lives in sin, be it big or small. No matter how hard we try, we can never match up to the standard that God has set for us. But despite the destruction we've earned, God still loves us and sent His Son to die for us. Stick around after today's message from Pastor Robert. I have quite a bit of information that I'd like to share with you. Our web address, podcast, subscription information, and our contact information. Now, here's Pastor Robert in the book of Acts chapter 9, as he begins his message, Paul's Conversion. I believe this may be, uh, it's just critically important passage in in the bible anybody that wants to really understand the gospel and be able to be able to have confidence on on the day that you leave this world for the next one if you really want to know that you know that you know that this is not all smoke and mirrors that this stuff is legit that our foundation is solid you need to do a thorough study of acts chapter 9 that's where we find ourselves and by the way this is This is one of the reasons that we just go through the book chapter by chapter by chapter and verse by verse by verse and and try to really dig into it. I remember something that Chuck Smith, he made a comment looking at this, you know, we, he said, in my opinion, this was his opinion, he said, in my, and I agree with his opinion, by the way, that's why I'm sharing it. He said, in my opinion, we have far too many preachers and not enough teachers of the Bible today. There's a lot of preaching going on. You can find people on the internet to get you all worked up and get you all stirred up and get you all excited. And you can find people here in South Florida that will make you feel better about yourself and tell you how to live your best life and smoke and mirrors. Oh, it's absolutely, they've taken stuff from the Bible to support their encouraging words, their motivational stuff. And many times, I believe their hearts are right. Many times, I believe that, you know, they're, they're, it's not that they're false teachers. That's not what I'm saying. But, but there's an abundance of those who are doing the topical stuff and, and will try to talk about the things that are on your mind right now and the current event stuff and all this, whatever's happening. Very, very few are trying to actually give you the living, the Word of God, living and active, like we talked about last week, the stuff that you can build your life on. So we go through it. 
chapter by chapter. I, I just believe we need that foundation. And there's absolutely no way in the time that we have that I'm going to be able to adequately unpack the chapter that we're looking at today, Acts chapter 9. So I'm giving you homework, okay? And I'm going to be quick with the homework assignment. It'll be on the app. You can go back and look at it if you want to. But I'm asking you to do this every day this week for your benefit. It's not going to help me. It's like I told my daughter at one point, you know, 15 years ago, listen, you're not going to be living with me forever. So your habits they're not going to impact my life. 20 years from now, they're going to be bugging somebody else, not me. In the same way, these things are for you. Listen, I'm going to give you three quick thoughts from Acts chapter 9, verses 1 through 31. It says, then Saul, Saul of Tarsus, then Saul, still breathing threats and murder against the disciples of the Lord, went to the high priest and asked letters from him to the synagogues of Damascus so that if he found any who were of the way, which is what they were calling Christianity at this point in time, because Christianity didn't exist, they were calling it the way, whether men or women, he might bring them bound to Jerusalem. Give me permission to go and sort these people out, find them put them in shackles, drag them back to Jerusalem. He's going all the way to Syria from Jerusalem to do this. He's on his way. As he journeyed, he came near Damascus, and suddenly a light shone around him from heaven. Now, in chapter 22, if you'll read it, he'll tell you this happened around noon. Middle of the day, noontime, and all of a sudden, this is going on. Verse 4 says, he fell to the ground and heard a voice saying to him, Saul, Saul, why are you persecuting me? And he said, who are you, Lord? Now, at this point, this is not an acknowledgement of deity. This is him just recognizing, oh, shoot, I have offended somebody super powerful. Who are you, Lord? Then the Lord said, I'm Jesus, whom you're persecuting. It's hard for you to kick against the goads. That's a statement to meditate on, by the way, because that wasn't just true for Saul of Tarsus, it's true still. Right now, today, it's hard for you to kick against the goads. Google it, meditate on it, wrestle with it, with God, like I did the whole time I was in North Georgia. It's hard for you to kick against the goads. So he, trembling and astonished, said, Lord, what do you want me to do? Now see, now there's surrender. Now there's a moment of, oh, so all these people that I've been wanting to track down and put in chains and throw in prison, they were right. You are still alive. We crucified you, but you're talking to me. I'm looking at you, so what do you want me to do? So I love this because it, it resonates with my soul so much. When you come face-to-face -face with the reality that you've been an idiot, Jesus is alive, and even though I'm an idiot, he loves me. It's earth-shattering, just like it was for Saul of Tarsus. What do you want me to do? Now, the other thing, real quick, real quick. Notice that Jesus didn't say, why are you beating up on my people? That's what I would have said, right? Somebody comes after my wife, comes after one of you, you know, why are you coming after my people like that? Jesus said, why are you coming after me like that? Saul, why are you persecuting me? Do you understand that there's an issue here of identity? Jesus he sees you as being connected to him. If indeed you are, he takes that very seriously. This is so encouraging to me. You know, we, there's so many 
So many Christians right now, so many churchgoers at least, who are so freaked out about what's going on in this country that they've lost sight of who's on the throne of heaven. I mean, I don't have time to deal with it, but think about it. Just kind of think about it with me. Jesus, I mean, he just got back to the, with the Father, right? He's, it ain't been that long since he ascended back to the throne room, and now he comes down. He's like, don't, don't make me come down there, right? He came down there, and he said, Saul, Saul, what do you think you're doing? Why are you persecuting me? He's, Jesus will step into it if he knows it to be necessary, and he doesn't need your help fixing things. We need to wake up and realize that our attitudes are idiotic so often. Who are you, Lord? What do you want me to do? The Lord said to him, arise and go into the city and you'll be told what you must do. Like, get up and go on into town like you were planning and you'll be told. And the men who journeyed with him stood speechless, hearing a voice but seeing no one. Then Saul arose from the ground, but when his eyes were opened, he saw no one, but they led him by the hand and brought him into Damascus. And he was three days without sight and neither ate nor drank. Now, there was a certain disciple at Damascus named Ananias. And to him, the Lord said in a vision, Ananias. And he said, well, here I am. I'm right here, Lord. And the Lord said to him, arise and go to the street called Straight and inquire at the house of Judas for one called Saul of Tarsus. For behold, he is praying. And in a vision, he's seen a man named Ananias coming in and putting his hand on him so that he might receive his sight. Then Ananias answered, Lord, I've heard from many about this man. Like, I know the guy you're talking about, how much harm he's done to your saints in Jerusalem. And here he has authority from the chief priests to bind all who call on your name. But the Lord said to him, go, for he's a chosen vessel of mine to bear my name before Gentiles, kings, and the children of Israel, for I will show him how many things he must suffer for my name's sake. Now think about this. Saul of Tarsus leaves Jerusalem, right? He's got all this authority. Everybody's freaking out, and God grabs this guy. We don't know anything about Ananias, except that on that day he was listening, and Jesus told him to go and pray for Saul. We're so glad you tuned in to Main Thing Radio today. We'd like to encourage you to continue reading God's Word daily, looking for the powerful truth and the promises that lie within its pages. There's always something to learn from the Bible, and we hope you'll make it part of your daily routine. If you'd like to listen to more of Pastor Robert's teachings from the Book of Acts, you'll find them at MainThingRadio.com. You'll also learn more about this ministry and connect with us on social media. We also encourage you to subscribe to our podcast. Here's David to tell you more. Life these days moves fast. From one appointment to the next, most of us race through our days at blinding speed. But there's always a moment to pause. Those in-between times are great opportunities to connect with God. Subscribe to the Main Thing Radio podcast to enjoy messages like you heard today. Anytime, anywhere. Simply go to MainThingRadio.com and click on the podcast button. Thanks, David. We also want to invite you to join us for worship this weekend. Come visit Calvary Miami Beach on Sunday for worship and Bible study. Or join us online as we live stream. 
you'll be able to find out all you need to know by clicking on Calvary Miami Beach under About at our website. Again, that's MainThingRadio.com. That's all we have time for today. Join Pastor Robert next time, right here on Main Thing Radio.